Hello, and this is Make It A Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. And someone killed someone in the library. <gasps> Who will it be? Oh, <laughs> we'll find out. But before we do, Katie, how's it going? It's going very good, Evan. Um, the weather is back hot. That's all I talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> but it's hot again. Um, my hay fever is out in full force. And when yeah. I say that, I don't even have hay fever. But like... When the weather gets really hot, I get allergies. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I wouldn't. Yeah. Hay fever is the worst. Like I don't actually normally have it. Like I know some people suffer with it. Like even year round, they can be so sensitive to pollen and stuff. But I just when the weather gets really hot, I just get so like a big allergy head on me. But other than that, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine as well. Pride was at the weekend, so I was out. Yeah. Drinking both days, <laughs> paying the price. Uh, yeah, no, it was mad on Saturday. Sunday was a bit more chill, but um, oh yeah, it was madness. Uh, but we were safe. We were safe and doing our social distancing thing, so we were definitely being careful. Mm. Um, other than that, what have I been up to? I saw in the Heights recently. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I really like the music. Um. Mm-hmm. Not as good as I thought it was going to be. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I don't know, but I think it is a good movie. I feel like movie musicals are always like like that. Yeah. Since like Rent the... hasn't been the same. <laughs> oh, no, Rent was the worst. And, uh, you know, I feel like movie musicals are always going to be like kind of a bit disappointing, especially when you like listen to the soundtrack first. And you're like, this is not what I imagined at all. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Um, I built my first ever Lego set. Oh, what was it? Um, it was a bonsai tree. Oh, that's class. I love Lego sets. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was my first ever one. It was so fun. I was like a 12-year-old. I was so excited. Okay. Yeah, and uh, another little story uh, from yesterday. I had to, I was trying to cook this thing. I had a recipe and I had to like chop it up in a specific way. And I was like, okay, well, guess I have to get all my knives out. <laughs> oh speaking of um today's topic is going to be knives out it's a 2019 mystery film written and directed by rian johnson and ram bergman and follows a master detective investigating the death of the head of a wealthy dysfunctional family so evan what's your history with knives out other than last night <laughs> um so my history with this movie i remember seeing it was okay it was fade in (laughs) (laughs) so a year before this film came out I think it premiered at like Toronto Film Festival or something and I think Jamie Lee Curtis Mm. was did an interview because she had just done the 2018 Halloween movie which I love um and she said that she was in a movie with Daniel Craig and Chris Evans and it was a mystery and I was like okay that sounds intriguing and the trailer came out I think summer 2019 and I saw it like when I was going to see another film and I was like, okay, this looks like my buzz. It looks like Cluedo meets an Agatha Christie novel meets Law and Order. And I was like, I'm in, I'm in, you've sold me. So yeah, I saw it in the cinema and I just thought it was amazing. And it, I think it, I just thought it'd be an interesting topic. So what about you? My history with this film is watching it for the first time. 
this weekend. <laughs> As per usual. When I say this weekend, it was last night. I started it on Friday, but in true Katie fashion, I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't. And then I was like, no, you have to. It's for the podcast. You have to do it. Do it for the podcast. You have to do it. Like, And um, I did. And I really enjoyed it. I'm just going to say that now. Um, but anyway, yeah. So shall we recap? Well, yeah, but before we recap, I'm going to kind of talk about the Thromby family, which is the family in this movie and the kind of family tree and how it's laid out. So this is oh, just sorry. the kind of, yeah, this is just the kind of, make it clearer for you guys maybe if you haven't seen the movie and if we haven't seen it there's a lot of spoilers coming ahead so you're warned now <laughs> like right now <laughs> and then also it's just a lot happened so this is just to kind of make it clearer for us and for you guys so at the top of the family tree of the, the thromby family tree we have one the thromby uh who is thromby thornberry that's a cartoon uh <laughs> <laughs> one thromby uh, who goes by Great Nana in this movie. Her son is Harlan Thromby. Thromby. I can't even say that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it. So Harlan Thromby, uh, who is the main focus of the death in this movie, played by Christopher Plummer. He has three children. Linda, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Walt, played by Michael Shannon. And another son, who we don't actually know his name, but we know that he has passed away. Yeah. Linda is married to Richard, played by Don Johnson, and they have a son called Hugh Ransom, and that's played by he's played by Chris Evans. Walt is married to Donna, played by Ricky Lindholm. I think I'm pronouncing her name wrong, but let's move on. Uh, they have a son uh, who is played by Jaden Montel in the movie. I'm also pronouncing his name wrong. That's for you. He's the kid from It. Uh, and then his third son was married is married to was married to Joni, uh, who's played by Tony Collette. And they have a daughter, Meg, who's played by Catherine Langford, who you know from 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. And then it, to include them, uh, there's two staff members, Marta, who is played by Anna de Armas, that's Harlan's nurse, and Fran, who's played by Edie Patterson, and she is Harlan's housekeeper. Or the helpless they call Yeah. And we're gonna find out why. So let's get into it. <laughs> So we open on Thromby Manor. Uh, e Fran is bringing Thromby his breakfast. She, uh, she has the tray ready and the mug reads, my house, my rules, my coffee. This will become prevalent later. Uh, she walks up to find Harlan dead. His throat has been slit. Uh, the next scene, we meet Marta Cabrera. That's Anna de Armas' character. She wakes up. She's eating breakfast with her mother and her sister and her sister is watching a murder show and the mother and sister argue because, you know, it's really loud. Uh, Marta gets a call from Walt Thromby and she heads to the house. She's greeted by Meg uh, and they hug and they head inside and then Linda gives her a hug. Uh, And then Richard comes in and he's given out at his son Ransom over the phone and he just kind of doesn't really greet Marty properly. Um, they're all being interrogated. Uh, the interviews are being held by Trooper Wagner and Lieutenant Elliot, uh, who's played by the Keith Stanfield, who you might know from Get Out or Judas and the Black Messiah. So Linda re- tells the night of Harlan's death and it was his birthday. 
So the whole family was in attendance. Uh, and we know that Fran left early and Ransom left early. So Richardson up next for interrogation. And then Walt is interviewed and he runs the publishing company that Harlan uh, basically founded. Uh, Walt is married to Donna and they have a son called Jacob. I've said that already. Uh, Joni's up next and we know that uh, Harlan has been paying Meg's tuition. We also know that Joni is, has a skincare line called Flam and she's basically an influencer. <laughs> that made me laugh because it reminded me of um, your one. Gwyneth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So, yeah, we learned that Harlan's been paying the tuition. Uh, Meg also left the party early to go to something with her friends, but Linda was not happy about that. Uh, Joni points out the mystery man who's been sitting behind the detectives this whole time. He is Detective Benoit Blanc. He's a private detective played by Daniel Craig. Yes. So he asks about Marta. Uh, no one seems to know where Marta is actually from. Mm. Uh, we know that we found out that Walt fought with Harlan at the party. We learned that Harlan fired Walt from the publishing company. Ransom also had a fight with Harlan, and that's why he left early. Detective Blanc tells Richard what the caterer told him, and we learned that Richard was having an affair. So... Harlan wrote a letter with Richard's secret in it and he demands Richard come clean and Richard lies straight to his face. The detective says. So it is, uh, it's also revealed that Joni has been taking a fraction of Meg's tuition and basically robbing from Harlan and he was going to cut her off. Yep. So Joni leaves in a sweat. Uh, Richard finds the letter in Harlan's office, but the paper is blank. The detectives walk outside to have a discussion and Marta is there waiting her turn. Uh, they sit her down outside briefly. Uh, we learn that Marta pukes every time she lies. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Marta uh, knew of Richard's affair uh, when she went ah, she lies and then pukes. Uh, <laughs> putting that lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Marita also knew about Joni being cut off and that she also feels sick again. Um, so they send Marta inside until it's her time to actually be interrogated. So Blanc reveals he was not officially hired on this case. He was left an envelope of cash, but does not know who hired him. So we're going to get into everyone's whereabouts during the night of the party. So we know that Marta took Harlan upstairs uh, we know that Linda is a light sleeper. Johnny heard a thump uh, and it was the board getting knocked over, the board game that they were playing. Yeah. Marta's in the corner. It looks like she's cleaning. Marta left at 12. 12.15, Linda is awoken again. Harlan came back downstairs. Walt told him to go back up. The time of death was between 12.15 and 2 a.m. And Meg came home at some time during that, that night but was, and was woken up by the dogs. Detective Blanc suspects it to be murder? <laughs> no. If people like these, they don't murder. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Uh, Marta is up for interrogation. Uh, 
so we get a flashback to Marta and Herlin playing their game. He knocks everything over because he's such a sore loser. And then Marta goes to give him his medicine. Herlin has this fascination with knives. He reveals he has many real knives and dummy knives. Marta notices she gave him the wrong dose of each medicine. She panics to find the emergency shot. She can't find it. She tries to call the ambulance. He stops her. He wants to get her out of this. Uh, she So he trips her and then get, tries to calm her down. Joni knocks at the door. Marta is uh, crying in the corner. Joni can't see her. He wants to protect her and her family. So it is then revealed that Marta pretended to leave, secretly ran back to the house, climbed up the, uh, what's that thing called? Trellis. The trellis. Mm. She climbed up the trellis and accidentally broke a piece off of the trellis. Mm-hmm. She put on Harlan's robe to go down down the stairs, only to be told to go back up by Walt, which is what we saw earlier. He tells her not to be seen, but Great Nana sees her climbing down and thinks it's Ransom coming back. Yes. So, Marta tells the truth in Harlan's order and then goes into the bathroom to puke. In secret, she runs the top side of the here. <laughs> In her room, uh, Linda is reading some old letters and she's getting emotional. And the memorial is that night. Uh, Fran believes he was killed based off a Hallmark movie that she saw. So then we get a flashback to the Thrombies discussing immigration. And uh, although he's never mentioned, it's coded in the Trump era. (laughs) And once again, no one seems to know where Marta is from. Yeah, they all keep saying different things. Yeah. So we go back to present day. Marta is about to pass out and Fran, we learn that Fran hides a secret stash of weed in a, I think it's like a jewellery box on the mantelpiece. Or like, yeah, the clock, is it? Oh, it's a clock. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a jewellery box. <laughs> Weird place for a jewellery box. <laughs> so, uh, so Walt, uh, Meg brings Walt into the room and Walt reveals that he wants to support Marta financially, that the Thrombies want to look after her. Mm-hmm. So Marta then goes outside where Detective Blanc is hiding in the dark and smoking. He is going to be sticking around to figure this case out. He wants Marta to help him. She doesn't believe she'll be of any help. Marta goes home. We then flash back to the moment Harlan slit his throat. Marta holds her mother's hand and the camera pans in on a speck of blood on her shoe. Mm-hmm. So the next day, the detectives on Marta check the tape. Uh, as it's just about to come up to the part where we see Marta's car, she secretly presses eject and the machine is smoking. So Marta sees her footprints from when she had to sneak back up into the house. And as just as Detective Blanc's notices Marta accidentally plays them and steps over her own prince to make so it will be unclear to him this is also the day the will reading is happening at 10 o'clock so the dog comes back with a piece of the trellis uh, and Martin sees this and then throws it away so an open Harlan's room um <clears throat> oh god sorry uh detective Blanc is trying to figure out the how the board fell and how it made such a bang because it was quite light. Mm -hmm. So 
Ransom arrives and we learn and we of course know his real name is Hugh. Uh, and Ransom is his middle name, by the way. Only the help calling Hugh. Yeah. So the detectives want to question him. Uh, instead, he just ignores them, goes and goes and grabs cookies and then makes a snarky comment. Mm-hmm. He sits with the family and everyone has a go at him and a fight breaks out. Jake, we learn that Jacob was secretly hiding in the bathroom and heard parts of Ransom's fight with Harlan. Richard and Walt have a big fight. Jacob heard part of the fight. He heard a mention of the whale, I believe. Yeah. So Harlan told Ransom he was going to cut him out of the will. Ransom takes a swipe at Joni and then they all have a go at him. He's telling them all to eat shit. Yeah. Uh, Marta and Detective Blanco outside and Fran leaves and Fran leaves in a huff and the dog comes over with the piece of the trellis again. This time Detective Blanco sees this and he notices that there is a secret window in which Marta crawled into in order to dress up as Harlan. So Marta follows after him. He inspects the carpet and there's traces of mud, but it's not clear when the carpet was cleaned last time. So we get to the will reading. So Blanc requests that they all stay in town until the case is solved. Uh, So as as the zombies all sit down and I think they're all about to get what's owed to them Harlan changed his will and left his money his estate his publishing company and his house to Marta Cabrera yeah I've seen that woman oh. not gonna lie <laughs> so the family all flip out uh, Linda accuses Marta of sleeping with Harlan and they all chase after her uh, Marta can't Marta doesn't understand what's going on. She gets in her car, but she can't start her car. Ransom pulls up in his car, beeps. She hops in with him and then goes with him. So they it then cuts to Ransom and Marta at a restaurant. He's questioning her. Uh, Ransom wants her to confess and has an empty bowl ready for her to puke because he knows that she pukes when she lies. And he had previously just um, filled her with some sausage and beans. Mm-hmm. So the family are discussing ways that they can fix this situation with the lawyer. Uh, He reveals that if Martha was somehow responsible for Harlan's death, she could lose the inheritance or they want her to renounce the inheritance. Yeah. So Blanc tells them he suspects foul play to the delight of the family. So Joni tells Meg she can't pay for her uh, tuition. Uh, She's broke. Martha has told Uh, ransom everything he tells her she's not going to give it up and he'll help her she gets a call from Meg who confides in her Meg asks her what she's going to do and thinks that she should give the money back to the thrombies and in this this is an interesting moment because this is where the roles have reversed Marta says she's going to take care of them she won't let anything happen to them yeah so Meg hangs up and then we learned that the family was all listening in and it was all a trick. And the she next... was forced to do. Yeah. The next day, Marita wakes up to 24 missed calls. There is one, there are news vans outside her house. Uh, Blanc is talking to Great Nana and he thinks that she knows more than she's letting on. Uh, 
Um, Marta sneaks out the back and Walt is there waiting for her. She's carrying a pile of letters and one is a blank envelope. And the letters are all from like lawyers and accountants and stuff. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So he wants her to renounce the inheritance. He blackmails her because her mother is an undocumented immigrant. And she says that she'll be able to find a good lawyer with the money that was left to her. So yeah. she she gets a letter in the in the blank envelope and it reads, I know what you did. And it also has a print of the dog tag from her medical bag. Blank calls her and she rejects it. The, whoever is blackmailing her had her medical bag and the letter is on a toxicology report. Where am I? Oh my God. Sorry, just blacked out there for a second. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, that is on the toxicology report. So they head to the medical center uh, where this toxicology report came from, but it has been burnt down. Blank and Elliot arrive before them, however. So uh, Marta checks her emails to see if she got anything there and she gets a mysterious email telling her to go to 1209 Columbus Road at 10 a.m. And it's 9.22 on the dash. Mm. So Blanc sees them and they drive away and then this is where we get a chase scene. So they stop, they get out, uh, Ransom is arrested. Great Nana told Blanc Ransom came back that night. Yeah. So Blanc hops in Marta's car and then calls this a donut case and says that there's a hole missing. (laughs) So uh, Marta says she has to pick something up and leaves Detective Blanc in the car. She walks into an empty laundrette and her medical bag is there. Uh, Marta sees a mysterious figure in the dark and it is revealed to be Fran and she has been poisoned. She said, as she, as Marta lies her down on the floor, she says, Fran says, you did this, you won't get away with this yeah so she leaves Fran there uh, not before calling 911 the police arrive and Marta and Blanc are at the hospital Ransom has told the police the truth about Marta so they head back to the mansion she has told Blanc everything at this point Richard and Walt are eager to hear Marta's answer as she walks through the door Meg and Marta hug uh, she tells she tells of Fran's stash, and that is where the real toxicology report is. So she gives it to Blanc, and Marta is about to confess to the family what happened to her father and is about to renounce the inheritance. But before she can do that, Blanc walks in and tells them that they have not treated her kindly and that they've all treated her like shit, and then takes Marta into the library. Yeah. So Blanc brings Marta into the library. He believes he's found the donut hole in this case uh the person who hired blanc uh hired him before uh the will was fine the will was final and before harlan's death yeah so uh one of the detectives uh brings in ransom uh it turns out ransom hired blanc Harlan revealed his plans for the will to Ransom, and that's what the fight was about. And after Ransom left, he made his way back, climbed up the trellis, 
switched the labels on Martha's medication and took the antidote. Martha had given Harlan the correct dosage this whole time. Earlier that night, Great Nana saw Ransom and that's why she confused Martha for him as she climbed down the trellis. Ransom uh, went back, but the dogs were there and the dogs don't bark around Martha. No, they don't like Ransom. (laughs) (laughs) No one does. So, uh, as everyone was at the funeral... We learned that Ransom wasn't at the funeral earlier in the movie. And the reason why he wasn't is because he went in to mess with Martha's medical bag. But Fran saw this. Fran got the toxicology report from her cousin who worked at the medical center. And she was going to blackmail Ransom with this. So Ransom's Ransom's plan is then unraveled. He burnt down the medical center, sent the email, sent the note and met Fran later that day. He Mm -hmm. poisoned Fran. Fran, when Fran was saying, you did this, you won't get away with this. She was saying, Hugh did this. Hugh won't get away with this because he made the help call him Hugh. Yeah. So, Marita gets a call from the hospital and she, although we don't hear the other person on the phone, uh, it is, she believes, it, we are believed to Fran is alive. Yeah, okay. it sounds like good news. Yeah. So, he threatens her and then he said he reveals that he killed Fran. And then it, we Marta then pukes and it turns out she lied about Fran being fine. Fran actually died. Yeah. So Ransom grabs a knife from the uh, big chair in the back and stabs Marta. However, it is one of the dummy knives that Harlan said he owned. Yeah. So. Linda goes into, after Ransom is arrested, Linda goes into the office and finds the blank page. In She finds the blank page. Uh, and as Ransom is being escorted away, Richard is trying to stop the police and telling Linda to call the lawyers. But it is revealed that Harlan wrote the letter revealing Richard's affair with invisible ink that could only be revealed by a lighter. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Blanc knew Martha had something to do with his death, uh, based by the blood on her shoe that we had saw earlier. Yeah, so, he so from the minute he seen her, yeah. Martha has a blanket around her and a cup of coffee. She goes out and stands on the balcony. The thrombi, the thrombies, all turn around and look up at her. Martha takes a sip uh, of coffee from the mug that reads "My house, my rules, my coffee." But her hand is covering the part that says, my rules, my coffee. So it's her house now. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. Woo! So let's get into a discussion. Yeah, I thought it was a really good film. Um, there were some really good parts in it. Like I said, it took me a while to get into it. And I think I was just really tired on Friday. But like, my eve and I was like, oh, like, I have to watch this film. But then as it kind of unraveled more, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was bet into it then. Like, it was really good. Um, yeah, what did you think of it? I love this film. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I love a murder mystery. I love anything where I get to be a detective. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In my own little mind. And I'm like, I can piece put the pieces together. I remember watching it and I remember it was re- it's revealed quite early how Harlan died. And I was like, was that the big reveal? What are we going to do yeah. for the rest of the movie? Mm. And then I was like, okay, no, there's more coming. There's more coming. And then when the twist did come, I was like, 
Holy shit. It was a great twist, honestly, because um yeah, like I was I attempted to watch it on Friday with um my boyfriend and he was like he was like, No, it's good, like it's a good twist and that and all. I was like, Oh, whatever, like I just wasn't into it. But like by last night I was like, Oh my god, the twist, the twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean the cast is unreal. It is. It's an amazing cast. Really stars with it, and like obviously, like Jamie Lee Curtis is just the queen of everything. <laughs> love her so much. It also it's really interesting to see Chris Evans outside of his Captain America role at this time because he... it was weird. Yeah, I think this came this came a few months after Endgame, so I don't know. He's really funny and doesn't get enough credit for how funny he is in like when he yeah. does a comedy movie, but he's so funny in this and so good. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, he was. His character was just quite a bit of an arsehole, wasn't he? <laughs> Didn't like his character. Yeah, no, I mean, a lot. I mean, throughout this film, there's like a few Easter eggs planted. So I want to, there's one of them. The first one is Harlan's portrait. So earlier on in the movie, before the will reading, we see Harlan's portrait, but he's not smiling. Then after the will reading, towards the end of the movie, Marta takes a look at it and it looks like. He is smiling because mm. it's what he wanted and then yeah. if you look closely if you're like me um, also I saw this on TikTok so you know um, so <laughs> so, like you want to look on TikTok yeah <laughs> if you're like me and you're on movie TikTok uh, you will notice that in Harlan's house there are some black uh, water jugs sitting on a table Mm. And they're in a row, but it looks like there's one missing. And that is because Harlan burnt down the medical center by setting one of those jugs on fire and threw it in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Ransom. Yeah. You said Harlan. But yeah, Ransom. Oh, okay. Ransom. Sorry. There's a lot of people in this movie. There is a lot of people. You did so well. Mm. Yeah. That's I mad. Know. Yeah. I didn't even notice them. Like, obviously, like, things go over my head. It's, mm. it's a, like... It's amazing that I can actually remember things that went on in this film because there was so much. Yeah. I, yeah, I just love the aesthetic of this film, the costumes, the production design. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 1920s Agatha Christie, but it's set in 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, what else is there to talk about with this movie? So many things. <laughs> There's so many things. It's just... um. I feel like they hit so many key points of like a dysfunctional family and like um I feel like they really hit the nail on the head with a lot of things you know like with Joni like stealing the money and then like not being able to pay for Meg's tuition and then like the cousins all bickering and like you know stuff like that just mad weird not weird but like just yeah I feel like um the writing, but also the direction was really good in this film. Yeah. Uh, Meg's a confusing one for me because I don't know if she is Martha's friend and I don't know like what her intentions are. It's not 100% clear. Yeah. I perceived that she was, but she was still a teenager, so she was still heavily influenced by her family. Yeah. So I feel like she wanted to be there, re- like really there for Marta and stuff. But um, the whole call, like I perceived that as the family just threatening her and being like, tell her this so she'll give us back the money because she knew that like Marta had a soft spot for her. Mm. 
that's what I perceived from it anyway. Yeah, and I just love that bit where she's on the phone with Meg and it's the whole role reversal because mm. Martha says the exact same thing that Walt said, but this time she has all the money and all the power. Yeah, and as well, when that happened, when like the will got revealed, like I was expecting that bit. But um, the family just torn on her so fast, like so fast. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've said it a few times during the recap. They don't know where she's from. They yeah. say different things <laughs> throughout the movie. And Imagine. we still don't find out where she's from, but I don't think it really matters, I guess. Do we not? I thought we did. No, I don't think we do. Oh, all right. Oh, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter, though, to be honest. I mean, we know that her mother's... An, an undocumented immigrant yeah yeah that's fair oh, oh my god imagine imagine being Fran or Marta working for a family like that oh my god I feel bad for them but yeah like um, even like in the film at the start when they were like um, it was showing like little montages of them talking you know she, mm. he'd say something like oh what's this and they just like and at one point I think she said like um he really needed a friend or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so everyone loves a whodunit. So I'm just going to talk about some famous whodunits. And I wanted to kind of make a game out of this. So, Katie, I'm going to ask you with these, I'm going to ask you whodunit, and you just have to give me an answer. It doesn't have to be right. You don't have to give me a proper answer. It can just be fun and funny and weird. Okay, let's go. That's that's my forte right there. There we go. You're going to love this. First up, so this is famous whodunits from movies and TV, okay? First up, yeah. we have Murder on the Orient Express, based on the famous novel by Agatha Christie. Uh, an popular billionaire is murdered, and everyone is a suspect. Katie, who done it? Um, do I have to give, like, a person on the train, or just, like... Whoever, we just go with the flow, go with the flow. Uh, this is fun train, and loose. The train driver. The train driver, ooh... Do I reveal who it really is? How do we do this? Yeah, I don't know. It's your game. Okay, spoilers for all, for all of these things. It was everyone. Everyone. It was all twelve suspects. No way. How? Watch the movie. Okay, <laughs> or read the book. Read the book. Okay. No, read the book. Don't watch the movie. Okay, okay. Read the book. I'll try my best. Anyway, go on. This next one, interesting. The movie Clue, based on the famous board game Cluedo. If you live in the UK and Ireland, um. They saw a group of strangers get a mysterious invite to a dinner party in a mansion where the owner gets murdered. Fitting with the theme of the board game, of course. Interesting. The theatrical release saw three different endings that di- that differed depending on which cinema you went to. Oh. So, Katie, who done it? Um, the butler. Three randomers. <laughs> the butler. The what is that? Was that the answer? Three randomers. Yeah, I just wrote down three randomers. I don't know who killed it. Oh, <laughs> I just went with the butler because I just always feel like the butler is always playing some like the so butler. Butler in the main. Next up, we have something from my personal movie library: the horror movie Scream. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wes Craven's horror focuses around Sydney Prescott as someone in a ghost face mask kills those around her in her town. Katie, who done it? Um, the no one. Did it was a spirit. No one done it. No one done it. <laughs> 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 it 
It was her boyfriend, Billy, and his best friend, Stu. I did actually know that because I have actually seen what I wanted to do for <laughs> Great. One of my all-time favourites. Next up, this also has Jamie Lee Curtis in it, season one of Scream Queens. Ah, oh, I've never seen that. I feel like I'd like it. So, someone in a Red Devil costume kills the members of Sorority House Kappa Kappa Tau. This starred Emma Roberts, Jamie Lee Curtis, Leah Michelle, uh, Billy Lord, Abigail Breslin, a uh, whole bunch of people. Uh, Katie, who done it? Um, the Emma Roberts. Do I reveal or do I not? Or do you want to watch it? I don't know. I reveal it. Yeah, I won't care even if I do watch it. I'm just going to say the character name Hester. Oh, Hester. Okay. See, I don't know who that is, so that's not even spoiling it for me. Ooh. Ooh. Well, it will. Season one, anyway, you know. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's obvious, anyway. So, this is a storyline from the TV show Dallas from the 80s. Who shot JR? One of the most infamous whodunits. Uh, the character JR was shot on Dallas, and after eight months, it was finally revealed. Katie, who done it? His wife. It was his wife's sister. <laughs> oh wow i'm so close i have a funny story actually my mom told me this so my nana was bet into dallas at the time and because it took eight months for the killer to finally be revealed uh our cousin from her cousin from america came over but it already come out there and as she was watching the episode what did she tell her you've done it yeah oh no see this is that was before the internet and it was a spoiler okay yeah. Oh, God. Next up, another, this was inspired by the Dallas uh, storyline. Who shot Mr. Burns on The Simpsons? Maggie. Oh, oh, before I even ask you, you already went in there. I know, I'm sorry. I just knew that one. I was very excited. <laughs> so I uh, just want to kind of talk about it a little bit. The season six finale saw the mysterious shooting of Mr. Burns mm-hmm. uh, before... The reveal, there was a special called Springfield's Most Wanted, lining up the suspects. This garnered 12.9 million viewers for the big reveal. And it turned out to be Maggie. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I love that episode. Uh, yeah. And then this one, kind of, if you're from the UK and Ireland, this might ring true with you. So in the 90s, the famous... Uh, soap EastEnders had the Who Shot Phil storyline. However, the most popular and mo- more recent one was probably Who Killed Lucy Beale. Um, so Lucy Beale was killed on Good Friday 2014. After months of speculation, the reveal finally came in February of 2015 during the show's 30th anniversary live episode. This inspired the special Lucy's Death, The Aftermath, and the cast had their own Graham Norton show special. Nine million viewers tuned in for the big reveal part of reveal katie who done it oh i remember watching this but i can't remember um gonna go with her ma it was her brother but her mom was involved ah that's what it was i knew it was something like that okay that was fun that was fun okay so i'm gonna just talk about the success of knives out katie was very successful was it very successful? Yeah. So, oh, I'll tell you. Knives Out, <laughs> <laughs> Knives Out has garnered a 97% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Say it with me. It's higher than rent. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that we enjoyed it more than rent. So let's make that a recurring thing here. Uh, <laughs> that poor, that poor movie musical. <laughs> the film garnered a box office budget of three hundred and eleven million dollars worldwide against a budget of forty million dollars. It was wow. nominated nominated for three Golden Globes, a BAFTA, and an Academy Award. Netflix bought the rights to two sequels. The second film has been cast with Daniel Craig reprising his role of Detective Blanc, with an, uh, this time inspecting a new mystery with the cast of Dave Bautista, Edward Norton, Janelle Monae, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr. and Kate Hudson. Wow, that's, that's a good cast. Yeah, I can't wait for that. So, Katie, you know what it's time for? What is it time for? It's time for a pop quiz. Oh! <laughs> Oh, am I ready? This is the part of the show where I quiz Katie to see how much she knows about this week's topic. And it is, of course, about Knives Out, if you didn't know. (laughs) If you weren't listening for the past, uh, not 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So 10 questions. Katie, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Question one. Where does Linda think Marta is from? Oh. (laughs) You can be multiple choice if you want. Yeah, go on, show multiple choice because I will literally just say the most random question. <laughs> okay, Mexico? Okay. El Salvador? Yeah. Brazil? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rio de Janeiro? Brazil? It was El Salvador. Oh, I was going to say El Salvador, but somebody did say... Ransom says she's from Brazil. Brazil, that's who it was, yeah, yeah. See, no, I listened a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was going to say like Paraguay or something, so like... Someone, I think someone else says Paraguay. Oh, really? Okay, that's my probably why that was. Oh, uh, Richard says Paraguay. That's it. Right. So, question two: What birthday was Harlan celebrating the night of his death? His eighty-fifth. Correct. Three. What is the name of the game that Marta and Harlan play before every night? Ash. Is it nines? Or no. no. Mm, oh, I can't remember. Um, oh, I'm just going to call it buttons. It's not. It's, not, it's called Go. Go, that's what it's called, yeah. So, uh, question four. When Martha is leaving the house, Joni comes in and greets her, and she wants to get Martha on her side. And she said, uh, but she mentions that she's not on a social media site. What social media site does Joni say she's not on anymore? Um, Twitter. Correct. Oh, <gasps> wow. <laughs> so, question five. What colour is the envelope that contains the note revealing Richard's affair? The envelope? Yeah. It matches Harlan's shirt in the scene. He's in the office with Richard. That's not a clue. That is well, a it, clue. Is, it is for most people, but for me, that's not a clue. I'll give you multiple choice. Okay. I'll do multiple right. choice. Okay. Blue, mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. pink, okay, yellow. I'm going to go with yellow because that was in my mind before you gave me the multiple choice. <laughs> it was pink. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I had a feeling I was getting that one wrong. Okay, you, you know this one. What is Marita eating at the restaurant with Ransom? Um, beans and sausage. Yes. <laughs> and she had toast on the plate too. Just saying. Okay. Which detective brings Ransom in for the big reveal? 
you have three choices here. <laughs> well, it wasn't um, it wasn't Benoit. So yeah. I don't know. So you have it's either Detective Elliot or Trooper Wagner. Trooper Wagner. Correct. Ah! You got a lifeline there. I'll let you have it. I did. Thanks so much. <laughs> okay. Another. Uh, this is multiple choice. Okay. Who says this line? Have you been smoking grass? Meg, Fran, Walt, or Linda? Walt. Correct. To Meg. Yes. Okay, she so <laughs> she lies. <laughs> <laughs> so true or false? Blanc describes Marta as having a good nature. Mm-hmm. It's true or false? Oh, sorry. I was like, um, no, it's false. Okay, do you know what he really describes her as having? Um, I thought you just said you're a good person. Kind heart. It's a kind heart, yeah. I'll give you two good points for that. That's a double. That's a double. Woo! Okay, so question 10, final question. Ooh. As Marta is standing on the balcony, who is the last thrombie to look up at her? Um, Johnny? That's incorrect. It's Linda, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, no, it was Linda. You did really well. I'm very surprised. <laughs> Thank you. So am I. I. I think my memory's getting better. I think we'll get better at focus. This is like an exercise for you every week. <laughs> Remember um, Brain Trainer on Nintendo? That's what this is for me. <laughs> You're my brain trainer. So, uh, so now we are going to rate Knives Out on our pop scale. We rate it out of five based on its place in pop culture and how much we enjoyed it. Katie, out of five, what are you giving Knives Out? I'm going to give it a solid four. Okay. Want to give a reason why? Um, yeah, I like. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm just not rating it to five just because it took me so long to get into it. That possibly is a me problem. But mm. I am, I'm still only giving it a four. I don't know. I feel like something has to be absolutely exceptional for mm-hmm. five. We're only giving one dollars out. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. It was unreal. It's done so so well. And like there's a sequel coming out, and I'm actually really excited for it. So yeah. Okay. And guess what? I'm gonna give what? it a five. I knew you were. <laughs> I mean, it's just my buzz, isn't it? It's Agatha Christie yeah. meets Law and Order, two of my favorite things. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very much a vibe. So yeah. <laughs> it's a great cast. It's been dominated for Academy Awards, Golden Globes, BAFTA. Two sequels mm-hmm. are coming. I'm excited for the next movie. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I watched it many, many times. And yeah, yeah. I, I also I sometimes think about becoming a detective, but then I'm like, I have to go back <laughs> to college for that. And that seems. Um- the- I don't have, I'm not like Marta. I don't have a big inheritance to pay a tuition with. No, God, yeah, the tuition's over here. <laughs> God, that's a car. Like, what you pay for college is a car. Yeah. So, next up, we're going to talk about what's popping. Uh, so, uh, when we say that, we mean what's popping with us, what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? I'm going to keep it on brand this week, but it is actually very true. I'm, um, really obsessed with true crime again moment i kind of go in and out of it but um 
I have a few YouTubers that I follow like consistently, but one that I'm really, really into and like watching again is Eleanor Neal on YouTube. Um, I think YouTube is like my biggest social media. So I suppose YouTube is popping with me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, true crime. So here's what's popping with me. And you've said this before, Katie. It's Ooh. Hot Ones. Oh, yes. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> so the Olivia Rodrigo episode pulled me in and because I'm obsessed with her, obviously. And... I forgot. I should have told you about that. But anyway. Yeah, it came up on my YouTube recommended anyway. Um, and then been watching a whole bunch of them. Margot Robbie's one, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen's one, Paris Hilton's one, Paul Rudd. Have, I was, ah, that's what I was going to say. Have you seen Paul Rudd? Yeah, Rudd? yeah, I know. It is really good. I can't believe I've never watched it before. Um, did you watch Shaq's one? No, no, I want to, though. That's a good one. That's a good one. So uh, that's Katie, where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It a Podcast. And they can also uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify. Okay. Thank you all once again for listening. Don't get your knives out unless you're cooking. Um, <laughs> don't murder. Even then, don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> okay. And stay safe and have a blessed week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.